Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Hey everybody, welcome back to Soul Speak with Jenny Israel. You're here for your Soul Tribe Saturday, and this is the month of June. So we are featuring some of my favorite people inside of the Divine Masculine Energy. And today I have Robbie Kearns. He is here to uh, share his story with us. And I met Robbie 10 years ago. We were just talking about that. I can't believe it's been 10 years. Um, <laughs> we, we met through a mutual friend of chip coffee at an event that Robbie was um, organizing for him in the city. And, you know, I kind of, I love the fact that Robbie and I both kind of started behind the scenes, you know, in, in this field where we were supporting others that were doing this work and like pushing them out, you know, on the front of the stage and, and helping them be in service. And now here we are attempting to do our own thing. <laughs> crazy. Never, if you told me when we first met that we, that I would be doing this. No. <laughs> Let's start with, uh, I, I, I always like to, to give you an opportunity to kind of talk to the listeners and let them know who you are and kind of your origin story, because, um, you know, like Will Day, the, my first interview of the month, you know, he was a, he was a Wall Street guy, you know, before he ended up now as this, you know, intuitive artist. And so it's like where we came from is not necessarily where we ended up. Uh, so if you can tell our listeners a little bit about um, how do you, how did you get here? Yeah, well, it's been a long journey. I, uh, it's very interesting because as Jenny said, I've always was a behind the scenes guy. And um, I started, you know, I was like personal assistant or executive assistant at different companies. I started working in music. And then when I was working in music, I started, you know, I helped people create, I created the Lord of the Rings symphony with Howard Shore. And then we produced it around the world, um, you know, but through, then I met Chip and started producing events with him while working in full-time jobs. We just became friends and I started producing events with him, bringing him up here, mainly selfishly wanting to spend time with him <laughs> as, as one does when you know Chip. And so through that work, um, I just, the past 10 years I've been doing that and holding down full-time jobs and always was interested in spirituality and taking classes and workshops and when I could. And, you know, we have kids since we've met, we've both had kids. And um, so that took a lot of space too. And ultimately I, when COVID hit, moved upstate out of the city 
and had a lot more capacity to really start taking more classes and had the, the energy to take more classes to really absorb what was being taught in those classes, even though I wanted to for years, I wanted to have that connection with, you know, my guides and the angels and things, but I just didn't have the capacity to. And so it just happened, you know, as, as it does, it's just kind of a magic occurrence that one day it just clicks and you know how to move forward. Um, doesn't mean you don't still question it, but, you, but it just starts to, starts to happen. And as you trust that and move forward, it just does. And with encouragement from friends and Chip as a mentor and my teachers that people I've taken classes from, I made myself put it out there. I put a page up on Facebook and invited all of my friends that I thought would be receptive and um, said, hey, I'm going to do readings and Oracle and tarot readings, intuitive Oracle and tarot readings. And if you want to sign up, this is my internship period. It's free. And, you know, I did about, I think between 20 and 30 readings for people just to make sure that, you know, my, I had my, my flow down, you know, I knew how to prepare myself for a reading to, you know, get connected to then do the actual reading in a way that it would be received by the person and make sure that, you know, whatever needed to happen, I could be aware of that, how to, you know, doing a reading can be when you're new to it and you're coming in with a little bit of fear, it can be scary because you never know who's going to pop up on that screen. I mean, I knew some of them because they were my friends, but they invited friends or people I didn't know, you know, posted. So, um, but through doing, I did a mastermind with Radley Valentine and I went into it going, I know I've just completed Kyle Gray's angel guide or angel Oracle class where I'm now certified to be a reader, but I don't want to do readings for people. That's not why I took it. I did it to get deeper meaning for myself. And I'm really trying to produce workshops with people that I've taken classes from because I want to break spirituality down into, um, I want to, you know, I call it spirituality 101 kind of going back to the basics for people because so many people are seeking a new way out coming out of what I call COVID hibernation. Yeah. I, I really, want to ask you about that too. Like what it was like being in the city when all of that happened, uh, keep going. Yeah. I want to hear about the, the workshop ideas. Cause that sounds amazing. Yeah. So I, I'm calling it tools for transformations. And my, I went into this workshop going, I don't know why it's not working out. I have this person to teach one on meditation. I have this one to teach stuff on rituals and creating your spiritual practice. And I have this person that blah, blah, blah. Everything was just planned out. I'd have conversations with them. Everybody's excited and we were ready to go. And then it just never happened. And through no fault of anyone, it just didn't happen. And I went in very frustrated to the weekend going, why isn't this happening? And in Radley's reading, he's like, I can't tell you why it's not happening. You have to figure it out yourself. <laughs> Don't you love that? <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that, you know? But I knew it was the right thing. And after that weekend, I left on Sunday night knowing that I had to start doing readings for people. 
going in, there's no way in hell I'm doing readings for I'm people. I'm just going to organize it. I'll stay in the yeah, background. I'll, I'll and I'm going to produce workshops with other people <laughs> presenting. And it was through that weekend, I knew I was being pushed to be the person doing it instead of the producer. And very uncomfortable for me because I'm very much a behind the scenes kind of guy. Even this is, you know, making, I'm just having to look at you. I can't see my, I can't look at myself over there. But, um, but I knew that I was being guided to do this. And I knew that I was, that it was something that I needed to do. And so, like I said, I just put myself out there. I had to, I had to take that step, the fool, you know, the dreamer Mm -hmm. card, just taking that step, the first one and knowing I was going to be supported. And with, you know, being able to have Chip as a mentor and resource and Radley and taking classes with like Denise Lynn and Kyle Gray and all of these magical people. Yeah. Yeah. And just gleaning the information and, and just encompassing it all into this, you know, the way that resonates with me to help people is what's been really cool. So, um, you know, it's just, it just, it didn't just happen. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of, of, I found a, I found a notebook where 15 years ago I wrote down, I really need to start a daily meditation practice. And I never did. <laughs> so well, now you've got, I mean, this, this is like, you're the little cocoon that you're in upstate now. I mean, what was, what was that like making that transition out of the city? I can't imagine being in the, the, the energy of New York city when our pandemic hit. Yeah, well, I mean, and we lived in Queens. We lived in Astoria, which is which was, you know, kind of the next Elmhurst was the ground was ground zero in Queens. So we I'm convinced my daughter had COVID in at the end of February because we had gone on vacation before anything was really, you know, public about it. And we went to Seattle where all the cases in the nursing homes mm-hmm. were. And no one talked about, oh, there's people are getting sick in nursing homes, but they didn't say you should wear a mask. You should limit where you go out to restaurants or anything. It was life is normal. And when we came back five days later, she was very sick. And, um, and so I brought her upstate and we, were, we weren't in the city, but Ray was saying just how intense it was, how, how intense the energy was. And our neighbors were saying that there were sirens 24 seven. And I mean, not to get too graphic, but the bus stop where we would, where we would drop Ella, get off the bus to go to school, there was Mount Sinai hospital across the street from her school. And there were the, the mobile morgue vans or trucks parked in front of our school at, in our bus stop. So, you know, it was, it was very intense. Um, luckily she didn't have to see anything that see that but she's so empathic that even like we were saying how would we go back to school because she's gonna feel this even if she goes back but it's just been really nice to be up here where we have space and um i really you know i know we were talking about this earlier but i feel like that is the only way that i've been able to make this transition is because i had capacity and i think that's something thing that people need to realize that in order to do this work and in order to really like be connected, you have to give it space and time to be able to 
really connect and embrace it mm -hmm. and put it into your daily, daily life, your, you know, as you go through your day. And if you're just treading water all the time, like I was when I lived in the city, there's no way I could have done any of this, you know? And um, so for me, this has been a blessing to be able to, you know, have this time where I'm working at home and, and being up here and having space and capacity to really delve into what I needed to do years ago to be connected. Well, I so. think that, I mean, that's something that all of us struggle with that as far as trying to create the space and time um, to let spirit in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can come up with a thousand excuses of why we can't make that happen or, you know, and um you know, it's funny, right before we, we started recording, we were talking about our astrological signs and, you know, I'm a, I, and you guys know me, I'm, I'm a Virgo rising Aries, sun, Aries, moon. So I'm like head, head and more head. And, you know, Robbie's saying to me, he's like, yeah, I'm Virgo too. And I got the Leo and, you know, so it's, what is that experience like for you trying to, I know for me, meditation is active, you know, like I'm not a person that just sits and um, like that's just no. me. No. Um, I'm, a, I'm a very active meditator. Um, so, yeah. what was that like for you, being a head guy in corporate, and then now suddenly you're you're cocooned in this little womb upstate and and starting yeah. to with spirit? <laughs> well, it's it's been very interesting. I, I like to say, and I don't say this too often, but meditation can be a four letter word to people to some people because they think that you have to sit in the corner cross-legged for an hour, you know, with your eyes closed and not a single thought in your head. And it couldn't be more of an opposite experience for me. Meditation can be like listening to music or going for a walk, you know, um, Radley goes on angel walks every day where he, where he just connects with angels or going into nature, however it is you feel connected. That's what meditation should be. Mm -hmm. So for me, I could pull up something from a class that I've been that I've been working on and use that as my daily meditation. I kind of mix it up because I even, you know, Virgos are supposed to be very orderly and you know, do this. I am so not that way. Like if you asked me to pull a Celtic cross do a Celtic cross reading, I would probably just have a nervous breakdown. Because I don't do that either. That's I don't not how I do I it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't it so much more fun just it to is. play and yes. have conversations and okay, well, okay, let's, uh, that's really interesting. Let's pull a card about that and see where it goes. And then, you know, you go up down a whole different path that you never would have even thought to explore with this person, you know? So that's, that's to me where it gets exciting, but yeah. Um, really. I think just being able to be up here in nature and get outside and, and, you know, lay in the hammock and see the sky above me instead of being, you know, living in a six story co-op with, you know, a hundred apartments in my building and waiting for three buses to be able to get on, on the school bus to get, you know, my daughter to school or the public transportation to get my daughter to school. And, you know, just like the constant bombardment going on the subway into the city. Cause I was working at Facebook before the pandemic hit and like, you know, just and the energy of that and everything, just having to, the chance to let all of that go 
so I had the capacity again, you know, it really is about when you have capacity, but also things that I'm doing don't take that long to do. You know, I always start every practice with gratitude. It takes 15, 30 seconds to mm-hmm. sit and think of something you're grateful for and really let it resonate. Everybody has 30 seconds in their day. You can do it before you get out of bed. You know? I love that. I think that that's a really important reminder. You know, I mean, I, I want you all to understand that Robbie was had a full-time job, multiple contracts that he was working on with various companies, side projects. He has a daughter, so he was a dad. <laughs> Pretty much a single parent since my husband's an actor and right. was in shows six days a week, including, you know, all weekend. So, you know, but so, yeah, I didn't have capacity. I really didn't. And so now, you know, thinking about the fact that, you know, I mean, you're still working, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full-time job. And and you still have Ella. (laughs) Yes. You know, so it's like things are the same, but they're not. And, you know, I think that that is an important thing for people to understand that, you know, sometimes we have to just shift our perspective. You were very um, fortunate to be able to change your environment. You know, some people don't get the opportunity to change their environment. Mm -hmm. Um, but being able to create some sort of cocoon for yourself or, or space for yourself, even inside of, you know, your, your little city apartment, if, if you can do that, but if, if, if the time is right and divine timing is pushing you into purpose that you can make time, even if it's only 15 or 30 seconds, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because my practice every day is very simple and that's the thing that, I want to break down through my workshops, break, break everything down to very digestible, simple steps that anyone can take to find a way to connect or find a way to cut cords or find a way to, you know, feel energy within themselves. And because the, you know, the answers are all within us. Mm-hmm. Like you have the answers to what you need. Sometimes you have to go to someone to help you, pull them out or to validate what you're feeling bridge of light. So you can get, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, so I start with gratitude. I thank my guides and angels for being with me because when you thank them, that means they're already there that you're acknowledging their presence and they can't help you if you're not acknowledging their presence, if you're not welcoming them in. Mm -hmm. And then I thank them for sharing with me what I need to know. Cause I don't know what I need to know. You know, if I, if I ask about, Oh, am I going to get this job? Then think of all the other possibilities out there that I've just not given the, I've cut off the ability to know about those because I've so narrowly focused on this one thing. Now I'm talking to a guy who made a career out of organizing, planning, <laughs> producing, and orchestrating <laughs> <laughs> multiple plans and, you know, like making sure that everything goes off without a hitch. So how does one make the transition from that kind of lifestyle into a lifestyle that is, I mean, what we're talking about is we're opening space for, for surrender, you mm-hmm. know, and union with, with the unknown yep. and, you know, the, the hidden realm, all of those things that have no form. <laughs> what was that like? Well, I pulled the release card yesterday to remind me <laughs> I needed to keep working on it. <laughs> so it doesn't just happen. It's still a process. <laughs> Believe me. Um, 
but no, it's, it's true. I, I mean, you know, once you connect and once you, once you're able to really put your trust and get out of your own way, things just start to happen that, that if you're really being honest and, and being true to yourself and trying to serve to the highest good of others, then you're going to be supported through that. So that's, that's like the perfect definition of, you know, at least my perspective on this, this movement of the divine masculine awakening. Um, And I think that it's been going on for some time. I just think that, you know, the, the activity of it is starting to go up. You know, the men that I'm talking to, I have more men scheduled for the month of June than I have probably for the last two and a half years been on my calendar. Um, and I think that that speaks volumes, you know, of, of where men are right now and, and the resources they're looking for, for this point of, of transition. Um, and a lot of this has to do of shifting the significance out of the head and into the heart. And this is what Mm -hmm. you're talking about. You're talking about shifting the significance down here into the heart space and not trying to control everything through the head. You know, I, I would love to hear, you know, how you've been feeling about this. Do you feel this divine masculine rise? What does that look like for you? Well, you know, I, I think for, for the, the people I've been connecting with, it's mainly been women still. And I get so excited if I go into a class or a workshop and there's a man because I'm like, oh yeah, there's somebody else here. <laughs> but you know, it's interesting because um, I am taking classes from Radley and from Kyle, but I also take classes, you know, I've taken classes from Colette and Denise. I'm taking her soul coaching class right now, which is amazing. But um, so I, I find the balance really interesting um i also study with a guy named james philip who is out of scotland and he works with love eagle and white eagle and so they're ascended masters but they're a female and male ascended master that work together hand in hand so it's a balanced energy and i just feel like that's what the world is moving into is this balanced energy so masculine and feminine are going are starting to you know be a little more melded. I feel like the, you know, women are finally, you know, hopefully going to be getting more equality and pay and, and recognition that they deserve and power because through that, I feel like it's going to move the world into a better place from this ultra masculine energy we've been in for so, so long. And so I feel like that, so I feel like men are shifting towards you know, more towards the center instead of being in the extreme out, you know, far whatever side or wherever they are. Um, I just feel like there's more of a balance with, with people. And as we talked about before, I think before we came on, out of co- this COVID hibernation, people are just coming out of it and wanting more from life and male or female, you know, but it's exciting to hear that you're having more male clients come through. Um, I think that's fantastic because, you know, I have a friend, one of my dear friends that I just met through the mastermind that I took and she's become one of my closest, this is only in March and she's become one of my closest confidants. And she's saying that her husband who has always kind of tolerated her spirituality and talking about angels and energy and stuff like that, he's taking a heart, a heart map 
heart math class with her energy awesome (laughs) yeah and you know just he's like hey I kind of think I want to do that with you you know because he sees how it's helped her and he's like hey I'm interested you know and he can talk about angels now and so it's just I feel like people are becoming more and more open to these you know kind of out there crazy things, you know. <laughs> because- well, I think we're getting, I mean, the, I think the the benefit of being in the Aquarian age is that I think we're we're able to bridge a little bit more of the the idea of science into all of this. Yeah. You know, as we talk about energy and frequency and mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, the divine design of our of our bodies, you know, like the physical form of our bodies. And, you know, I know I, I, I'm, this is like my eternal journey. I'm such a junkie and a nerd when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I'm constantly teaching myself more and more about, um, the, the frequency centers in the body and, and the energetic structures of our endocrine system and, you know, Mm -hmm. how that connects into our spirituality and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, all of these different things. And I think now that this is, um, these different things like the human design and heart math and, and the mapping and, you know, these different things that are coming out now, I think um, more people that are head people are finding it a little bit more accessible to, mm-hmm. to learn about it and, and come into the center a bit, um, you know, cause you've got those people that you talk to, you can talk about aliens and, you know, things like that. And then the other people are like, no, I'm not yeah. going there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to talk about, talk about aliens with chip no. <laughs> <laughs> no but it's interesting because you know like my friend irena is um doing a lot of, she she's trained in healing touch so i've been exposed to recently to healing touch and heart map and it's just interesting how all these different and, and james has a modality called alchemy energetics so all of these different energy modalities are kind of orbiting me right now and I'm just figuring out how to take pieces that work for me and put them into my practice and help help people to you know do whatever they need through that as well as my readings and so I'm, I'm starting to you know put do little things in sessions where like okay can you feel this energy <laughs> you know like it's been it's been fun it's been, it's been fun. And, and I think helping people to realize that they can do that work themselves mm-hmm. and not only that work, but start to do their daily practice, like the gratitude and thanking, you know, the connection stuff too. So it, it just kind of happens naturally when you, when you start to open up to it. And, and I feel like once you get a little touch of it, like if I had, I had a really interesting session last week, I think it was, and I had done a reading for someone and they rescheduled. And when the, when they came, when the person came on screen, it wasn't them, it was their son. And at first I thought we had a, a connect a issue with audio. So I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not, it's like choppy, I can't hear you. And then I quickly realized he was autistic. And I was like, okay, I need to know how to communicate with him because he's almost nonverbal. Wow. And I didn't, I, you know, I've been around people with autism and stuff, but I've never on Zoom <laughs> tried to do a reading for someone who 
you know, I can't speak with and I can't get feedback from and input from. And so we, I quick, I was like, since I can't hear you, since we're having audio problems, can you type to me your questions? And it just like, it just came very quickly, just have him type. I was like, great. So he, and that put him at ease because I could tell he was so nervous about having to speak. And we had a wonderful session where literally I was able to do energy work with him where he could feel his guides touching him. And through that, he was a different person by the time because he wanted to connect with his guides and the angels, but he couldn't even tell me that to begin with. Wow. I love that story. And it was just so, I mean, I left and I just started crying. I was like, <gasps> I feel so honored that I was able to help him do that. You know, well, what a so beautiful example of, you know, I think that one of the hardest parts of breaking into this world and doing this work, like you said, get out of your own way that there's these doubts that try to creep in. And we, we think in our self-importance, right? That it's us doing it. It's uh, us doing the work. Yeah. And that's when our ego pops in and pushes mm -hmm. up, you know, pushes spirit out. Um, and this is where we get all nervous and we get afraid and we, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't help this person, you know, and really all, all you're doing is realizing that it's, you're moving your ego out. You know, I always think of it as like, I'm going to put it on a shelf for a little while. It's going to stay out of my way um, and let spirit come through and provide whatever that person needs in the moment and having faith that it's going to be perfect because it's not us doing it. No. The human part is the fallible part. We open, step aside and let spirit move through. We know it's going to be perfect in that moment for what that person needs. Yeah. And that that's, that's the huge lesson is because if you know that it's not you, you can't be scared. Mm -hmm. you you know you, the fear and doubt can go away because it's not me I'm just trying to facilitate this and that's interesting I never really thought about this I'm still just a facilitator I'm still just a, I'm still, a, <laughs> I'm, st I'm still just a behind the scenes guy <laughs> well you know I I love this I love the fact that you know before you finally were, were pushed. Cause you know, your best, the best spiritual counselor, the best spiritual coach is going to be the one that tells you go figure it out. You know, mm -hmm. you, we can, we can bring through whatever's in the person's field, right. To help them bridge the gap, but ultimately yeah. they have to go do the work. And, you know, I think that the, this, the story of you going to these workshops and then trying to decide, okay, how am I going to build a workshop using these people and the things I've learned, but using these other people to do the mm -hmm. workshop, yeah. um, you know, this idea of 101 and I, I, I want to go back to that for a moment because of the fact that that approach to it's almost like being able to give advice to the men out there, right. That are, are starting to bridge this gap that are starting to explore the, their spirituality, or at least just explore the nature of their hearts versus their head, you know, mm -hmm. so we're moving into more of that realm. You know, my girlfriend and I, this morning, we're talking about this We, you know, she was talking, she was being interviewed by another coach. It's, it's her mentor, the person she wants to be her mentor. Mm -hmm. And her mentor said to her, the things that are easy for you to process and that you know about and talk about 
because it just comes so naturally. There's a whole population of people out there that need to learn how to do that and want to access that information. And this is like your spirituality 101, right? Like the basics of really understanding those connections and things like that. So, you know, from your perspective of being able to think in that way, what is your advice for the men that are going through this shift right now? Well, first, before, before I try to tackle that, <laughs> I, I want to say you've said, you've said twice, I think, about moving from head to heart. And um, one thing, that's something that I, I, a lot of the people I work with, I try, you know, if they're, if they're so, if they're so heady and the nervous energy and the anxiety is causing them to not be able to make decisions and stuff. It is something that I work with a lot of people on trying to move the energy through an infinity symbol. That's you what know. I do. The same yeah, <laughs> exactly. I knew <laughs> it. The bottom of the infinity here and the top yeah. of it up here. Yeah. yeah. And then as they go, they can expand it above the crown chakra and go down into the ground. So they're bringing the grounded energy up and stuff. So I think it's something that I, I was like, okay, just mention that. But, um, you know, it's interesting that. because- That was a validation for me too. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How to, how, what, what advice would I give men? I- I mean, it's just advice I give anyone, literally anyone. If you feel drawn to explore this, find someone you that resonates with you and find, find someone, you know, there's so many teachers, you can find tons of people online, but it's really important to find someone that you trust and that their voice resonates with you. So you feel comfortable going into that class because it's really nerve wracking going into a class. And one of the reasons why I wanted to start this, the tools for transformation that like the 101 stuff is because I would go into classes, even somebody who had been taking classes for years and I would get so frustrated when somebody would, you know, there'd be other new people in there and somebody would just say, oh, just cut the cords or, oh, you need to get grounded or, you know, um, raise your vibrations, but they wouldn't say what any of this stuff meant. And how is somebody that's coming into a spiritual practice that has no background, no resources, you know, except for what they're Googling online or no friends they can talk to about it, know what grounding means. And if you don't start with those very basic things, like being able to feel energy in your palms or the infinity symbol to move the energy, those are the things that I feel are so necessary to be taught before you can go into, how do I connect to my guides and my angels? Because if you can't do that stuff and understand the principles behind it, you're, it's like you're going to the, you know, the high dive and trying to do a triple Lutz or whatever. But you know what I mean? It's like, you need those basic tools, you know, how to do those things before you can just go off. Especially, I would say, especially men, because we think we know it all. We think we can do it all and we don't have to, I'm not going to start back at, you know, I don't need to take that intro class. Yeah, you do, because you don't know what it means. So let go of the ego, take a step back and find somewhere or resources where you can figure, you know, somebody talking about grounding, somebody talking about how to, you know, use sage to clear a space. What, what does it, what does energy even mean? Mm -hmm. You know, like before you even talk about grounding, what is energy? Yeah. Energy 101. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what my, that's exactly the title of my class was. 
And um, I'm going to do it again in July because we were having so much fun. It was two and a half hours long. And I was like, that's way too long to put up for on-demand class. I need to tighten it up. And, um, but, you know, we covered chakras. We, what are, what are the chakras? Um, my, my friend, Irina, who does the healing touch, led a chakra clearing, you know, meditation. We covered grounding. We covered raising vibrations. We, I, I did the first time ever and I was so out of my comfort zone, but cause I wanted to play a, play a meditation by Kyle Gray. And, you know, so people could just do that. And, and when we were going through the practice class, Irene was like, um, no, you have to do this. You have to, I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> yes, you do. She, she made me do it. And, you know, and, so she was a teacher in that situation to push me out of my comfort zone yet again. And I did it and it was great. People, people were able to work through stuff. You know, I still have people commenting on Facebook, you know, on, on when I do my card of the day and they're like, I still am working with that meditation. Thank you so much. You know, so, and it's just, that's great to hear that it worked for them because I think one of the challenges that we have as people coming into this field and, and your, your practice is so much more established than mine is, but as a newbie here, I'm like, why would anybody want to listen to me? Mm-hmm. They have Kyle, they have Radley, they have all these Hay House people that, you know, have multiple decks and books and, you know, they know everything. And someone said, it's because your voice and people will look at you the same way they do other people, because they're going to be able to learn from the way that you teach. Exactly. And I was like, okay. And I, I let, I put a lot of my students on that, you know, when they come in as um, they come into my Seraphim Blueprint classes and, and mm. they, you know, they think to themselves like, well, who, who am I to, to put myself out there at all? You know, who am I to, to have a voice? Who am I to put hands on another person? You know, who am I to, to offer myself in service in this way? Or, you know, I have those who want to be influencers, you know, they're, and they, they want to put their voice out there. And um, I said, listen, you know, it's, it's all about frequency and the, the tone of your voice and the vibration of who you are and your authenticity and your testimony are going to connect with people that haven't found their person yet. And so, you know, it's, and I, I tell a lot of my students that you could be the one that somebody else is waiting for. Mm -hmm. And if you don't put yourself out there, then you, they'll, they'll never find you. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it, it's, it is a, um, you said it, check your ego, you know, and, and know that we can have all of our power in position and still do it with humility and, mm-hmm. and do it with a really beautiful connection in the heart. Um, it doesn't absolutely. have to be the old power structures anymore. So my, my last question for you is, is, you know, as far as you, and I love the fact that you said, yes, men, but anybody, you know, that's getting started on this, but what's your advice for, for those of us who are partners to these men that are going through this shift? Yeah. I, again, I would just reference what my friend Joanna did with her husband. It's, you know, she just led by example. If you are, you know, um, if you have a spiritual practice and you can bring your partner in, you know, um, I think that's a beautiful thing for them to be introduced that way because 
if you're moving through your life in a different way and they can see the changes and those changes start to resonate with them, they're going to be interested in, oh, wow, my, my partner seems different than they were a month or two ago. I wonder what that is. And open up that dialogue or share with them. Oh yeah, I took a class and it was really powerful. I, I learned X, Y, Z. And, you know, just, I, I think by sharing your experience without being like forcing it down somebody's throat, mm-hmm. then, you know, they might come around gently and, you know, start being curious about things. And because that's what happened with her. I know with Ray, he, he's, he comes up, you know, a lot and he's like, I just can't believe the changes that have happened in the, you know, since in the past year, but especially the past four or five months. And just like in my daughter, when, you know, just her being interested one day, she's like, Papa, what are the names of all the archangels? You know? And, and so she wrote them all down on her whiteboard and, and she's like, does this one have blue eyes? Archangel Michael. She's like, I think that he has blue eyes. You know, I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, that's more for our kids too. I, you know, I, Braden's nine now, and he has his own card decks. He has yeah. a whole crystal collection. Yeah, um, oh, it does too. My, my little one, who's he's going to be four um, in a week. And he's, you know, I've recently seen over the last couple of weeks. I mean, he comes in, he'll go missing. And I'll cut, he's in my office and he's got all of my tarot decks, all my card decks on the floor yeah. open and he's got the cards out and he's playing yeah. cards. And, um, and, you know, I, I think that he's, he's recently started to, to show some signs that there might be some people, things visiting him in the yeah. middle night um and if the kids didn't have the access through their parents of learning through example and seeing that this is okay you know then they wouldn't have any resources to explore and know what's going on so and i'm glad that you brought that up about her because you know it's we were we talk about ourselves in this this journey as adults you know just kind of having this opening but being able to be parents of children that could start doing this right from the get-go yeah. you know and and learning how to cultivate whatever gifts they have and their connections but the cool thing is is they you know we all come into this world with that connection and if we can keep that connection for our children they won't have to go through what we're doing <laughs> the discovery of what we did because they can have that from the beginning, you know, and it's, again, it's not something we have to push down their throats. Your kid's going into your office and pulling the cards out by himself. You know, um, we, we try every Sunday to pull cards and we have Ganesha cards. Ella's half Indian. And so we, we, you know, pull Ganesha cards and she has her own angel Oracle deck and Ray has his own deck of, of different cards. And so we all just sit on the, on the living room floor and each pull a card for each other from our decks. And that's one of our Sunday rituals, which is really great. So I, I love that. Um, and for her birthday, her, her birthday's next week too. So that's so funny. What day is the 23rd? Oh, Colton's the 26th. Yeah. So <laughs> the only thing she wants for her birthday is um, a necklace, like, you know, uh, with the crystal on it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go over to the, to the um, market on the Saturday market and pick her out a little necklace, you know, let her pick out a, a crystal necklace. So, you know, she, and, 
we'll talk offline about about all of this, but she's very connected. <laughs> I'm sure she is. Very, very. We're writing a book right now about her best friend that's a ghost. Love it. So, Love yeah. it. <laughs> well, Robbie, I, I'm, this was just such a joy, um, to be able to connect with you and, and have you do something totally uncomfortable and <laughs> thank you for the opportunity to be and uncomfortable. I love it. Uh, you know, you made it, comfortable. it, it's, it even says it in scripture that, you know, testimony is our access to, to the world of unity and that when we can share our stories that we do, it vibrates in another person and um, that we plant a seed of light doing that. And so I'm, I'm so pleased that we were able to do this together. And um, so can you tell, tell our, our listeners um, the best way to, to find you? Yeah. Um, so my website is guidancefromgratitude.com and my Facebook, all my social media presence is the same thing. Guidance from gratitude. I post a card of the day on um, Facebook and Instagram and um, from a variety of decks. So, I, and then on Sundays, I also pull an archangel of the day of, of the week. So kind of like how, that, how you can work with our, that archangel on things that might be coming up through your week. And, um, but yeah, that you can find me there. I, I do, you know, readings. I'm going to start, I'm thinking right now about different types of sessions, like, you know, expanding the energy work and the connection connection kind of sessions. And I'm just trying to formulate how that would be right now. And I'm going to take the next couple of weeks to do that. And then hopefully, as we talked about, June seems to be the planning month <laughs> and launch everything in July. But um, I'm hope, hopefully going to offer the Energy 101 workshop um, I think, I think the date we set was July 7th. And uh, again, so if anybody's interested in that, you can go to, you know, the website and I'll probably put that up in the next day or two. So you can join, but it's, it's a very intimate, safe place to come in. And, you know, it's only 20 people. We want to keep it small. So people will even have a really active Q and a people get, you know, understand people's experiences and um, what they felt during the exercises and, and get feedback from you so we can help you continue to make that connection. But um, really I'm looking through that tools for transformation to build a community for people who are just seeking where to go to, you know, get started with their practice. And, you know, I'm hoping in the next couple of months to have a monthly like open house, you know, on Zoom or, or, or chat or whatever it is. So people can ask questions and we can help, you know, I can bring in some of my friends from different places. You can come in well, and be, be, be part of it would be lovely and um, just help people to, you know, answer questions that they have as they're going along the journey, because I just want to make sure people have resources that they can trust and, and, you know, people are hungry for it right now. They are. They really they are. really looking. So um, now you, you, you can book sessions with you through your website. Is that how mm -hmm. you do that? Yep. Okay. Guidancefromgratitude.com. And it just, there's a schedule a session button there. So yeah, 
Well, I'm so excited to see how your worlds continue to collide because that's how it happens, right? We look back at all of our resume and everything that we've done, the network we've built, the experience we have, and now suddenly it all moves into this. I know. All part of the divine plan. <laughs> I know. And that's another thing, divine plan and divine timing, because I know I'm always ahead of, I'm always so impatient for the next thing that, for the, the, so I was very impatient for this connection and to be able to talk to my guides and da, da, da. but really you have to just trust it's going to happen when it's supposed to, because if this had happened a year or two ago or two years ago, I wouldn't have been able to handle it mm -hmm. with everything else going on. And so while it was frustrating that I was craving it so much, I wouldn't have been able to do it. And so trust that with everything in life, you know, we found the same thing with our adopt, adopting our daughter. It was a two and a half year wait, but we had to wait for the right child to come into our life. Mm -hmm. And we did. It's all divine timing, everything. So, you know, what's the Rolling Stones quote? You might not get, you don't always get what you want. You might not, yes. yeah, but you get what you need. Exactly. It's true. You just have to trust that as you go through. Wow. So. Well, I couldn't have orchestrated the end to my podcast any better than that. <laughs> that was awesome. Thanks everybody for, for tuning in uh, to the, the Soul Tribe Saturdays. Go check out Robbie, subscribe to his pages. Um, I love his approach to his card pools. They are basic. They are straightforward. They are very relatable. So if you are looking for somebody that you can get your day-to-day -day guidance from, um, Robbie's posts are awesome. And so go find him, uh, book a reading, and um, I'm going to be watching and see how these things all develop with, uh, like I said, your, your worlds colliding. I love it. Yeah, we um, have to so find a way to play together too. I would love that. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Well, lots of love and uh, thanks again for, for coming on and doing this. Bye everybody. Uh, happy Father's Day to all those dads out there and honoring all of the men that are out there mothering and fathering and supporting in, in all the different ways. Um, so thanks everybody. Blessings and light until the next time. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel, and then the letter C, P, C. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one -on -one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.